Hi, this is David Poland. Welcome to the audio version of the DP30 series. Today, the directors of Bad Boys for Life, Balil Falah and Adil Al-Abi. They're new, they're funny, and I hope you enjoy the conversation. Have you guys gone through that whole thing yet? We only did it once, it was in Europe yeah. for the first time. So How was that for you? Well, it was cool because it was the first time, but uh, I can't imagine if it's all the time like that. Like, yeah. oh, no. What was the question you guys got asked the most? Well. Well, they, I bet I can guess. But. Well, the first one, one of the questions is like, how the fuck did you get a job? Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Where did you come from? You know, usually it's mostly dads, you know. Okay, so where the fuck are you guys from? Well, I'm from uh, Antwerp, but my parents are from Morocco. Uh, uh, well, I'm from Brussels, but my parents are from Morocco. So you guys became partners in Brussels, I assume. Yeah, yeah. it was a film school in Brussels called, called uh, St. Lucas, which has nothing to do with George Lucas, but it could be. Yeah. <laughs> It's your patron saint of Yeah, the, pa the patron saint of filmmaking. Yeah. But it was a very artistic film school, so you don't talk about Hollywood. It's the only American film director you study. It's uh, Todd Haynes, basically. That That's it. All the rest is... <laughs> Just yeah, that's yeah. only him. There's only one. Okay. Only one. That's wow. Todd Haynes. And, um, you know, you, you study Michel Haneke, Almodovar, uh, a Pichapung Verasetakul from Thailand. Yeah, there you go. So these are the directors. Only six Americans are actually going to pronounce his name, so... Oh, yeah, well, yeah. There you have it. And and, uh, and we, I, yeah, one, one detail is, is that you know the school was filled with like white artistic people, and and I was like, yo, you Moroccan? Is he? Yeah, I'm Moroccan, and we became brothers. Yeah, people, <laughs> started a gang, and <laughs> I think I've met people from like Sweden and uh, and Iceland or whatever who've gone to that school. That seems to be like the place people go. Yeah, to really kind of get it together when exactly. they well, it's, it's, it's because countries. it has a good reputation so you have a lot of people that go study there and also it costs only $500 a month so, so that's mm, why wow. it's, uh, it's cheap you know? and you get all the material so yeah so you guys were instant Moroccan brothers that's yeah. right yeah. and has it been was, so it's been a partner did you guys decide to direct together was that a thing that you picked decided at some point or well it grew up I think organically okay, yeah. Yeah. so every time I was making my movie on my city he was there every time he was making a movie I was there we were talking the whole time uh, about our influences and what we wanted to do, and we had the same, you know, stomach feeling, and uh, and and it just happened organically. And, yeah, you just know, it's uh, Adil and Bilal. So commercials or music videos or both? Well, we. I'm we, assuming that's the route. Well, no, actually, uh, actually not. No, really? Okay. <laughs> so we, we we did our student short films, uh, and then we won some prizes with that. And we always wanted to do fiction, so that's what that was our primary goal. Mm -hmm. And with with the ideas of doing cinema, of making movies, while all our buddies would start to do commercials, like music videos, and then commercials, and then earn a lot of money. Right. We were still in the suck, yeah. earning nothing, <laughs> and fiction movies. Yeah, yeah, trying to make fiction movies, uh. writing screenplays, and getting. A movie in the cinema and in the meantime have no money so, yeah. so that was our situation so how did this happen how did the Bruckheimer land come to you well when we we got lucky to to get the, you know we, we got the chance to direct a movie called black which was an adaptation of a book in Belgium mm -hmm. which was pretty popular there and it was a, a Romeo and Juliet story set in the neighborhoods of, of the gang world in uh, in Brussels it was about a, a Congolese girl that falls in love with a Moroccan guy and they're both in rival gangs and that movie was was like you know it was like our city of God, our do the right thing, our mean streets, you could mm -hmm. say. And uh, it won a prize in the Film Festival of Toronto. Mm -hmm. And that's where the whole Hollywood story starts. You know, we got, there's, we've got managers, agents, and, and the, these agents show the movie to 
like producer studio people and one of the producer was Jerry Bruckheimer and he loved the movie so much mm. and for us it was like an honor I mean we couldn't like, believe what, that what, what? His, his eyeballs was on our Jerry, movie on our shit you know he loves our shit yeah and also and then we heard <laughs> and we well, love his shit <laughs> yeah and, and then we also heard that Will Smith <laughs> saw the movie like Will oh, Smith shit. saw our his movie. eyeballs too <laughs> he listens to <laughs> our he stuff saw, he saw what you know, yeah. it was, it was mind-blowing. Yeah, so just that was already super cool. And yeah. then he wanted to meet us. And we always said, you know, as, as a joke when we were students, if one day we get the chance to go to Hollywood, the first yeah. movie we're going to ask is Bad Boys 3. Yeah. Just because they had not made it yet. So we were like, if they don't make it... So I guess you were fans of Bad Boys yeah. 1 and 2. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And that's the Bay in general, or well, really we love, those... You grew up with the Jerry Bruckheimer yeah. movies and with Michael Bay movies. So, you know, it's, it's one of the directors you the, the, who's the most recognized. And you go to a movie theater to see a Michael Bay movie. And, uh, yeah, and there was no Bad Boys 3. It was just, right. you know, hanging there. Nothing was being made. And we're and like, getting okay. older and older. Yeah, that's right. So <laughs> we're like, we got to do that. So really, you took the Nick Reffin method of getting there. Well, what is the Nick <laughs> yeah, Reffin? It was how he made his own little movies. And yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Seen that yeah. way and then made a lot of money in yeah. one of them, which I think actually was in Belgium, which was, was the biggest hit. Was, uh, well, could, well, could uh, the, be, the, the Pusher movies? Pushers. Yeah, 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 Pusher yeah, yeah, right. We love those movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And so. those have been remade in Chinese. In yeah. England, there was a version. Yeah. Was like, it's kind of amazing. The only difference is that we didn't make money yet. Yeah, we didn't make money. <laughs> the money part, that, that never <laughs> came. But for the part of that, the impact, yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. So what happened to Black in terms of American distribution? Well, it never got... No, no, no. Never, never got... got, never got any, and so it's not on a it streaming was, service it, it or was, It was so crazy that, you know, in, in Hollywood, everybody saw the movie. Yeah. Everybody wanted to talk to us, so... And but, but the thing is, when Belgium had to decide which movie to send for the Oscars, even though we had won a prize at, at TIFF, uh, they decided not to send the movie. They decided for another movie. And from that point on, basically, in distribution yeah. in America, it was dead. They can't find it on iTunes. <laughs> Is it on iTunes? Yeah. Okay, I'll be watching it this okay. weekend yeah. or cool. today or something. It's totally different than Bad Boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's that? But it sounds like something that people would want to see. If yeah. They, you know, yeah. It has the same filmmakers. flavor, same, same vibe. We have the same DOP, director of photography, that did everything, but it's really a drama. It's really harsh. And that's when Jerry asked us on the first meeting, do you guys have humor? And we said, yeah, <laughs> we can be, be funny. super funny. We can <laughs> be super funny. <laughs> so it's not very funny. <laughs> not really. No, no, not really. But, okay. but we did another movie called Gangsta, which yeah. has more of the humor vibe right. and that we did right before we did bad boys so you you were busy even before so did you make any money on gangster no, 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 no. <laughs> you cannot earn any money on a Belgium. So there was another personal project. Yeah, like, but in Belgium you get your money just you know to it's a job. Eh? It's a, it's a and you get money job. from the state. Uh, yeah, from the state. Yeah, so you yeah, get your salary all... and all that, but you're never gonna be rich uh, with a movie in Belgium. You know? Right. So, so it's that's just like having a job. Yeah, it's having a job. It's a pretty cool job. Of course, the coolest job ever. Yeah. So it's a, yeah. When yeah. Jerry Bruckheimer calls and, and Will Smith calls, it's a pretty cool job. Oh yeah, that's the best job in the world. We're, we're the luckiest fanboys. That's for us. <laughs> yeah. We cannot even believe we're doing this. We're like quick too. Yeah. What year yeah. was power, What year was Black? Black was 2015. 2015. So yeah. it's pretty quick turnaround. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So when they said Bad Boys Three, that's an interesting idea. Yeah. <laughs> were you in shock, or were you? Did they start a writing process that you guys were part of, or not well, part of? Well, the movie or? was already ready to be made. Actually, oh. Joe Conahan was working on the movie. Mm -hmm. okay. So so basically, they told us, "Yeah, you cannot do that movie." And then we got actually Beverly Hills Cop. That's what the movie that came to us, and we uh -huh. thought we were going to do that right away. Right. But then Paramount was not interested anymore yeah. in making that a priority. Yeah. So it just fell flat. We went back to Belgium, made a movie there, and then Joe, Joe Conahan stepped out of the project and he was available and then Will and Jerry told us, hey, why don't the boys just direct it? And that's how it came back.
And were you, I mean, you guys are very animated and very charming, but is it really, like, what's that moment when you get a call saying, hey, I think you maybe should pick up this movie that's a studio picture that has this massive budget and... Well, I, I cannot breathe. <laughs> well, I, I was thinking, like it's, like, it's like you're an astronaut, you know, going a rocket ship straight to the stars. And you're like, oh. I hope I can survive that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a uh, life game-changing Yeah. Project. Would you have the fear, is the fear real? Or is that, are you, you got enough bravado that you... Well, it's a mix of, like, not think too much. <laughs> just saying, don't, don't think, because yes. we've been chasing this for so long. And that's, you know, that's like... That had to be yeah. our first Hollywood movie at the same time when you know once some, mm. sometimes you pause and you say are we really going to do that it's this monumental project then you start freaking out and flipping and you just gotta go it's, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a lot of fear man it's so much fear but when when you start the project you start to make the movie mm -hmm. you just you gotta go. Yeah, you, you do just, what you love, and 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 having Will Martin and, and Jerry always backing us up and giving us trust and yeah. saying we, we chose you guys to yeah. do this for reasons. It's so. like being an astronaut going to space, but you got Houston with the best people. Really did that, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, here we got you. <laughs> so is one of you? Are are you guys? Are you two sides of a a yin and a yang, or are you very similar in temperament? Or well, it depends. Sometimes we do everything really at the same time together uh, sometimes it would be more bad cop and it would be more good cop yeah but you can see the Adil is more start of a project when you talk about script that's Adil's ballpark and he's uh -huh. really he's in he starts the project always I'm more like the post-production or when I do the editing the, yeah. the, the and that's more my, my yeah. area I the think biggest I, we both do everything but that was the biggest difference but on the set itself is, is just uh, you know is how the, how the day goes you know yeah. mm -hmm. how the vibe is so did you cut as you went on this picture or did you have an outside editor who yeah, was doing we, that or? yeah well, it yeah. was the first time that we edited a movie with another editor because usually we edit our own movies right. uh, but it sounds part, like it yeah <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> sounds like it was all very very hands on and now you got the so, exactly. so, so that first day when you walk onto a set where you have 50 trailers and you know <laughs> people start shutting down streets and cities and all that stuff happening yeah is it shocking is it you like even have a sense of what have you been on a massive set like that before yeah. no no it wasn't it for, first the, time. yeah the, the machine is super gigantic the big thing is like if you want to change something the whole the machine whole army, <laughs> the whole know? army has to change and that's something you cannot do and in, also he's talking in, with Will and Martin and they come to you and say it wasn't good I'm like oh but you Will and Martin what the fuck do we know <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, like are we going to direct them so that's that's like and pretty, did you direct I mean what do you do yeah yeah I mean I you just direct you, you, you gotta do the job he's asking yeah. you is it good and he wants to have your vision so so sometimes we had a disagreement or something or we like yo we want it this way then 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 will is gonna test you yeah he's gonna are you ask sure? are you sure why because Explain. if you have doubts he said no I'm not doing it but if right. you feel as a filmmaker you really have your point of view then he yeah. will he will go for it Sam Jackson we did an interview years ago where he told the stories of how he would work with young filmmakers and they would always have a shot in the on the schedule that he would not just refuse to do yeah. because he saw that it was never going to end up in the movie. It was the coolest shot with the biggest crane move and yeah, everything yeah. else. And he's like, I'm not taking the time to do this because it's never going to happen. It's, yeah, yeah. it's too clever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to make it into the movie. Yeah. And the director would be like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Sam's like, I know. He's like, I've done this so long. I made so many movies. Yeah. I know what's going to get in or not. Exactly. Yeah. And you see that experience. Mm -hmm. So it was cool to have these guys as, as actually filmmakers, you know, next to us. But we stressed the first week. I got, I got pneumonia out of the stress and, yeah. you know, and not being able to sleep the first week. Right. So, so. so did you, would you get like multiple ideas? I mean, because a lot of the movie is, 
And I think a lot of what really works great in the movie is the relationships and the just when they're talking to each other and they're yeah. communicating and not just the two of them but other you know every yeah. when people are talking to each other is is when the movie in some ways shines even more than the action because yeah, yeah. we're used to the action yeah. um did, are there other versions of it or is it kind of what this distilled down to each time when you were well yeah, it, it, I, I think our, our, the first version that we did uh in the editing was too much action. It was the whole time explosions and ex we, we, we wanted to have a lot of yeah. it because you were like, yo, this is Michael Bay, but you know, you, you want to have that Bayhem element right. in the movie too. But, Bayhem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, but we got pushed and pushed in the sense that like, like the movie was telling us like it, it has to be around the character. Yeah. So it was about that friendship that, you know, ride together, die together, that concept of, of you know that brother that has your your back always yeah. and and those scenes basically they were pretty much always the same and i think that when we were edited you just saw the movies about that so the focus got to mm. be on that and right. and um you know some some scenes were like really rehearsed like a month we would work on every little details every mm -hmm. little word, word. <laughs> and and some scenes were just like three days before we had the actors <laughs> we're starting to do some improv somebody's typing them we have a whole new scene we call for a location <laughs> scout we call for an actor to be cast the day before and you shoot it right away so that was we had both of those uh, things so all kinds of magic going on yeah yeah and who and when did you have a conversation with your dp about getting the brown top on the frame, you know, the Bruckheimer <laughs> yeah, yeah, top, because yeah, yeah. it doesn't show up a lot in the movie, but it does show up. Yes. Yeah, yes. so when we analyze, we love Tony Scott, and we love Michael Bay, uh, and, and, and just, yeah, Jerry Bruckheimer, Jerry, yeah. you see shots. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's really a Bruckheimer yeah, signature yeah, more than even yeah, any one director. In Top Gun, in, in, yeah. in, in, in The Rock, in yeah. uh, Beverly Hills Cop 2, primarily, and um, it just, it has that flavor that, that's that super old cool. Flavor. You, you don't want to overdo it, so you, don't, you do it just a couple of times, but yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, basically this movie was really an homage to uh, the, the 90s action Jerry Bruckheimer movie, so yeah. that the, you, you saw it. You saw it. I'm happy you saw it. <laughs> well, it had that also, it had the, as you're talking, as I'm thinking about it, it had that lethal weapon thing. Yeah. And as Donner made more and more of them, I guess it was the third one, was the last one, maybe it was fourth? They did fourth. fourth. Yeah. The fourth one became all a family movie. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was almost like a Christmas movie or something. Yeah, exactly. Like it was all about the family. This film has that as the guys are older and they have kids yeah. and grandkids. It, it kind of feels a little bit more like that. Exactly. There's a little more of that edge on it, too. But for us, lack it, of edge. Exactly. So you have, you have Beverly Hills mm -hmm. Cop, Bad Boys, Die Hard, Lethal Weapon. You know, those buddy cop movies yeah. that we loved. And, and mm -hmm. I, I mean, we loved all the four Lethal Weapon movies. And you had some similarities in the themes. And there are some homages here and there of, of all the three Lethal mm -hmm. Weapons, but specifically the fourth one. So yeah. you saw that, too. <laughs> <laughs> so you have, there is some CG in the movie, I assume. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. So is that, I, and I assume you've never worked really with that before. Not on that level. No, no, yeah. no. So is that like a whole another learning curve for you inside of all of this, or? Yeah, 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 yeah. it was. We we tried to avoid CG as much as possible, but it is not you know 100% possible to to avoid that. And of course, we didn't have that much of an experience, so it was a learning yeah. learning process. And 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 that was like one of the biggest stresses because it's not that it's not a superhero movie. Right. It's it's not even Fast and mm. Furious that is almost starting to become a superhero <laughs> movie. So yeah. it's. Although it's a bad most movie and it's extravagant, it's, it still has it's a bit more grounded, you know. It's a bit more like Lethal Weapon, and and Michael Bay is always you know pretty good in having a lot of practical effects. So we wanted to mimic that. Mm -hmm. So we tried to avoid it, but in some yeah, occasions some... it was not possible. But we were trying to do like making it look at the best and most realistic as possible. But we learned so much that next time yeah. some stuff will be better, and some stuff really we were impressed by the work. 
Yeah, I remember Fast and Furious. They were very, you know, very important to them for it all to be in camera mm -hmm. in the first few movies. Yeah. And then I remember that giant vault being pulled around. I was like, okay, now we're in another planet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is, yeah. <laughs> this is be, no longer reality yeah. at any level. And then you see Hobson Shaw, and that's like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is like it is like a superhero movie now. Yeah. You know, yeah, they're yeah. like doing all these crazy stunts. <laughs> yeah, but like Hobson Shaw is all requires that relationship to work, yeah. and with her. Yeah. The three of them really have to be, you know, for that movie to work at all. Yeah. Because the effects, you kind of got used to it a little yes, bit. Yes, exactly. You know, it's like, exactly. okay, but yeah. they're funny together. Yeah. That's what really yeah. gets us through. And I think true on, on uh, Fast and Furious, too. Yeah. It is yeah. that family. They always talk about family in that series. Yeah, exactly. And it started actually <laughs> with the Bad Boys, with Bad Boys 2. That's, you know, yeah. you could say that Bad Boys 2 is like the first Fast and Furious, you know, of that era. I'm know. still upset about the uh, the dead bodies being thrown on the MacArthur Causeway in, Dead Boys, in Bad Boys 2. It's still like... I it still was, have a hard time forgiving Michael Bay for that. Well, it was it's it's iconic. It is, you will not forget. You don't, don't, you don't forget that. That's yeah. true, but you did not go there in this movie at all. No, it was because it is you not know, as nasty in that way. Well, because it's uh, obviously with different directors, but also Bad Boys One and Bad Boys Two are so different, different yeah. from each other. They're really so we were all the time thinking, okay, do we do more one, more the two? So we tried to have like a hybrid version of of the two movies. So that's why it feels stylistically like right in the middle between both of them. Mm. So Michael was on your set, obviously. Yeah, because he just makes a cameo in the movie. Yeah, was yeah. that weird? Was it scary? I was, I was, was it scary as shit? It was stressing. I never <laughs> saw a deal stress so much. No, there was a day I stressed like, the most. Shit. Like all the you know complicated action uh, explosion shit or yeah. emotions, then no problem. But the day that Michael yeah. Bay came, I was like, I cannot breathe. I'm sweating. It's gonna be fucked up because the whole crew worked on his movies, and you know they tell stories and they tell her stories how hardcore he is. I mean, yeah. and I was thinking. Oh, he's gonna yell at us. He's gonna then say, you know, what the fuck you're doing? It's bad. <laughs> so I, I was really stressing it a lot. But well, basically, it, go? It, it, it was super fun. It was uh, he's a he's a one taker. Yeah, but he was he was really nervous actually. Yeah, you know? he was nervous. He was like, is it good? Yeah. Like, yeah, because he wanted he had like his text and he wanted it to be right and he wanted the shot to be good. But we did like a Michael Bay shot with Michael Bay and basically he just directed that shot. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So he knew the camera exactly. Where and he knew it was exactly how to, to turn. That's why I found the. Without the actors, you have to probably take ten shot, ten, uh, ten takes yeah. to do that. But he did it. But he said one thing. He said one thing. He said, "Don't fuck up my baby." So do you guys spend a lot of? I mean, obviously, you guys are cineasts. You love watching movies, seeing yeah. movies. Do you? Were there specific things that you looked at to like? The best director is a best thief, is what they've always said. Sure. Yeah. Are there other things where you looked and said, okay, I need, I have to figure out how to do that circle shot, or I have yeah. to figure out how to do that yeah. particular gag yeah. in this movie? Exactly. We, we studied, you know, all the Jerry Bruckheimer movies, and, and, and we loved Tony Scott, and we loved you know, Michael Bay, so we were studying just how does he the direct time, a shot yeah. like that, and, and sometimes you had, like, the conclusion, like, we are not on that level yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's not try that, but, yeah. but, or there was not the budget or whatever, but, you know, it's like when you have like that the 360 Michael Bay shot with Michael Bay yeah you study how does he do that and where does he move yeah. and what you need the background and all these elements so you do that you know and yeah. um, and sometimes we would say okay this is time for a Michael Bay shot and then and then Martin will say no no it's an Adilan Bilal shot now uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because because Tony Scott you know he did Unstoppable was I think his last film yeah. and it was like so not what you would expect from Tony Scott, and yet he managed to get all of that 
skill set into that movie. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a remarkable movie yeah. for a movie that's supposed to be just a train missed, losing, you know, left on a track. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he really does all of that on that in that context. Yeah, and, you, and that and we like that that super stylized, super cool stuff that that you know that that you don't really see mm -hmm. that much. You know, you never saw that. It, it, it's, it's either you have a very like almost fantasy mm -hmm. thing, mm -hmm. or it's none of that action mm -hmm. and you have John Wick that does that really you know yeah. really well and that's more of the vibe that we wanted to do and uh, and I hope that people see the homage to to these directors so as Jerry is getting older yeah <laughs> he's now getting up to that age where he's you know like thinking about playing hockey more yeah mm -hmm. uh, do you how is he uh, is he on your set the whole time yeah. or is he well he Jerry, was, Jerry was there the whole time well it was it was like it was it was because he was also doing Top Gun at the same time yeah so he would like fly between he was on set the whole time but sometimes Top Gun and yeah. sometimes we were like the jealous like ah, so you know Top Gun yeah. <laughs> going there you so know? you're going with the Top Gunners yeah the Top the Gunners you know? do you miss him or does he I mean is he there like watching over your shoulder or is he there rubbing you your the, shoulders or? you have the feeling that he's always watching over your shoulder yeah. he uh, doesn't say a lot no no really rarely says something he just you know he likes directors and he loves, the, he loves he, to give them the, the freedom on set you he know? gave us he gave us a lot of protection too like yeah. if you guys want that let's go for it so yeah. he, he really believed in us and, and and let us do but it's mostly in the in the editing in the post-production that Jerry really yeah is and on he's, the case. he's laser, laser sharp. sharp yeah razor yeah. sharp on, on, on the editing and also in sound and everything it's really crazy and and also he has so much energy and he's he's you know much older than us but I had the feeling that we were like oh I'm tired oh, I can't <laughs> and, he, and he comes just and when we were there come on Jerry I can't handle this no more Jerry, you're still young <laughs> and then he bounces. So yeah. did you ever get the feeling in the midst of all this? That, I mean, I don't know how many days you shot or how many months you shot. It was uh, 65 shooting 65 days. 65 shooting days. So was there ever a point where you guys were like, hey, I think we have this now? Well, actually, it, it, no. <laughs> no, 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 because you know you 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 you're doing all these movies, but every time you like we look at each other, and also our DP was also from Belgium, and we just say, you know, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. You know? we're just <laughs> pretending we know, but I, yeah. I have no idea, you know. So, so it was like stressing until we were in the editing room, and the first couple of versions we saw of the movie, you know, we were like, we failed, we failed miserably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that first cut, they always said director wants to commit suicide after seeing that first rough, you know. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then we yeah. yeah. I yeah. thought we were really fucked. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was game over. How long was it? It was it was two hours and twenty six minutes, uh -huh. and yeah. it was it was basically it was yeah. I don't it know. was fairly tight at two twenty six. Yeah, and also it, it was really dark. It was dark. It was it was, it was still a too dark. It was basically a drama. You it know? was boring. Yeah, it was boring. And I'm like, oh, the it fuck was, did we do that? It was, it was not funny. That's not our thing. Was, yeah, not funny, boring, and a drama. So we made a European movie, basically. <laughs> Our version of a European yeah, yeah. movie. So then you had American it up, or is that the? Well, we had to no, then, keep it tight. You know, yeah, it's like keep it tight. The movie yeah. tells you what it wants to be. It's like Frankenstein. It just comes alive, and it says, you know, it's uh, it's not about the action because it was boring, even though there was a ton of action. <laughs> so Damn. and and no, you know, you, we reduced the action, and it became less and less boring because the action was shorter, and then uh -huh. the focus on the characters became bigger, and that was the most interesting. It's part finding of the that movie. right tone, I was. It was really difficult to find that right tone. Yeah, when it's serious, when it's funny, when it's dramatic, when it's, you know, and when do you have action and when do you have more characters. So that whole balance, that's where it started to. So how close to a locked film were you before you felt like, okay, maybe we're going to survive this? 
Well, I don't even know now if we're gonna survive <laughs> this, you know. It's no. uh, because we, we, we kept we, 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 kept we, we worked till the last second, yeah. till pull the plug yeah, out. Say, guys, you gotta stop. Yeah. Like, no, we still wanna finish. <laughs> there were still shots coming in, and we're like, no, it's not good enough. No, if you don't stop now, the movie will never be, you know, done right. overseas and all that. So we they pulled the plug. <laughs> well, it was Francis Coppola who said, you know, they don't. You, nobody finishes a no director finishes a movie; they just take it away from you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We, we could have been kept going. And you know? he's still remaking all all the films he owns. He's remaking right now. Really? He's been recutting. So there's actually oh. a recut of uh, Apocalypse Now. Yeah, I heard about the final about that. cut yeah. that is breathtakingly good. Really? Much wow. better. Than the Redux. I, I'm not a fan of Redux because the Redux is Redux. They added too much. And yeah, yeah, yeah. This one he cuts it back, and he actually. Like, started from the beginning and you could see he really like rethought every sequence okay. and what it meant and the movie makes more sense now yeah. it actually has more of a linear structure okay. and it's better it just is better he still has a little of the french sequence and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's not uh, the kind of mess that redux was for me um, well for us mm. this pretty much is going to be the movie i think if we, we have some <laughs> cool shots some slow motion shots some violent stuff that he wanted us to cut out so maybe one day we'll put it back in <laughs> So is your aspiration for the next thing that you do to be equally large and and actiony, or do you want to go to try something smaller? And but we'd love we we have to see what the opportunity is, but we'd love to do something entirely different. You know, we'd love to have a balance to, mm -hmm. to do, do something very small, very like you know edgy or out there or very special, where we can really be like all the way artistic and and then if we get the chance to do something big i think it's uh so that healthy mix the balance between yeah. that yeah. Right. big hollywood movies and small uh indie or more artistic movies, movies. Yeah. do you guys want to write your own movies for hollywood or is that you kind of happy to get onto projects that are like this that are kind of developed and well it's it's a bit of a mix of both i mean we we'd love to if we find a writer that is like you know, gives us a perfect script <laughs> awesome there is no perfect script. there is no perfect <laughs> script sadly so we'll always be involved you know yeah. in, in the screenwriting process because every movie even bad boys is for mm -hmm. life is a very personal movie to us because it's, it talks about this mm -hmm. friendship and this relationship mm -hmm. between like the two of us that's why we connected to that story so every movie will be a very very personal story to us so which one of you is the one that won't retire uh, well, <laughs> which one of you is the one that will never retire? We'll see you maybe in 20 years. <laughs> what happens? Well, which one is you the swag guy? Well, he's a swag guy. <laughs> I, you see the hair? I think he's like, the hair? He's a Mike Lawrence. He's a Mike Lawrence. I'm more than like Martin Lawrence. He's got that Brazilian flavor. No effort at all, but it's a lot of effort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, but I'm not, I'm not Mike Lawrence. I'm more Marcus, you know, more family. So you're man. both Marcus, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You both aspire to be Marcus. a little bit of Marcus and a little bit of Mike Lawrence. We're both. A little bit. Well, we aspire yeah. to be Marcus, right? Yeah, that, that's at the end <laughs> of the day. Eventually, Marcus. <laughs> you know, wife and kids. <laughs> and do you like all of the stuff that's here in Hollywood? I mean, is that part of it? Do you want to, you know, go to all those parties and and well, do all those? Yeah. You know, is that the big house on the hill part for, of the? But for us, we we don't want to be part of that but we are like for us we're like film students film fanboys so it's interesting to be you know see to that see, world you know you see that world you hear a lot of stories you read a lot of stories and all that so it's interesting to experience all of that but but we'll never be part of that because it's not it's not well we're more the outsiders so we we'll always go back and forth between europe and we'll only be here when it's time to make a movie basically. what's one of the hard things i think is that that whole pull between being inside and out yeah. It's hard. You guys, this movie would be considered an inside movie. Exactly. You yeah. know, this is a, is yeah. an industry movie as it can be. It's yeah, yeah. an IP movie, as yeah. it were. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like you guys, I mean, would you want to make, 
is the aspiration to make you know Chinatown two or whatever Bob Town comes up with? I mean, is that kind of movie yeah. like really take it down, or well, I think is the movement part of your energy in general? It's a mix, think? you know. It's like mm. if if you have if you see the movie of uh, Alfonso Cuarón or, or also, mm. also the Greta Gerwig movies that she does, we love her yeah, two love movies her. that she directs, so we love these kind of stories and and Scorsese of course Spike Lee Spike Lee is always one of the, the masses for us so we'd love to do the movies like that and and once in a while alternate with something very commercial mm -hmm. in a way that Spielberg would do a very commercial movie so well I guess I'm asking whether there's a the, the, I mean like Greta's movies are very personal and very yeah. you know intimate yeah and her and the visual style is not the priority clearly yeah, sure even though I think she's done a wonderful job in the movies it's not you know, that's not what it's about, whereas somebody like Scorsese, for instance, every movie, he's pushing the boundary in terms of what yeah. is the visual style as well, yeah. and yeah. the cutting style and everything else. Is yeah. there, is is one of them more, where, it well, seems to me like you're more in... The Scorsese, I don't want to put, yeah, you know, it's a more, silly thing to compare yeah. you guys to Scorsese after one movie, but... Yeah, <laughs> well, I think, you know, it's, it's very eclectic, I think, because we appreciate all of these movies, and we are back, big fans of these movies, mm -hmm. I think it, it needs to be true to the story. Of course, you always see, like, the AMB mm -hmm. style in, in all of those movies, but right. I think if you see Cuaron, you know, what he did with Gravity and Roma, it's so different, one from the other, that we'd love to have a career like that, basically. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting how people complain about they're, they're, that. Sit, you know, a certain group in New York complains about 1917, and you know that, that it's a trick. It's a trick. And then when Quaron did it in Children of Men, it's you know, it was yeah, brilliant. Yeah, it's yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in 1917, I mean, for me, that's also it's genius awesome. you know, in this movie. And of course, it's not a real one shot, but, but right. you know, but it's, it's 27 is yeah. the magic number, I think. Oh, 27. Mm, I thought really? three. <laughs> yeah, no. But no, I, yeah, it's like 27. a game. I love that. You know, yeah. it's it's, uh, it's like magic. So yeah. So well, Deacons is uh, you know, he's the best DOP in the world. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, always been number one. So. Yeah, Chivo's not so bad either. Well, Chivo is like <laughs> for Robert Richardson, you know. Yeah, he's yeah. also he's also. No, there are a lot of great favorite names. Yeah, yeah they're so, right out there. So all these different things in cinema, you know, that we'd like to make a movie like that, you know, you know, very different. And and if you know, Quaron did a Harry Potter three movie, you know. So, yeah. So, mm -hmm. so that. And some be, would say that's the best Harry Potter movie. Now they say it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Even though it didn't do enough business, so yeah. it's uh, you know. Yeah. That's Weird right. smack on that thing. Exactly. So, what was the hardest thing on this movie to get? Um, yeah, there's a lot of hard things. Uh, I think, I think you know, when when we got the job, uh, they said to us, uh, <laughs> "Getting you, the job you, was the hardest yeah, thing." Yeah, that was like, oh shit! <laughs> we, now we got to fucking do it. And then and then they send us to Atlanta. Oh yeah, so yeah, <laughs> Atlanta in the winter doesn't look like Miami in the summer. <laughs> So I, at all that is true so, so you, you, you get the job you think oh you go and, to Miami going to the yeah. sunshine but then you come in Atlanta and, and you you're land like, oh, and shit. you just see through nope. the window of the airplane holy shit fucking Atlanta doesn't look like Miami no palm trees <laughs> no water no and in the winter time yeah so all the we like it's the super cold all the trees are dead so we have palm trees and then the breath and <laughs> the breath yeah. and then and, and asking cold. Will and Martin to do an action sequence in the middle of the night yeah or uh, play like yeah. it's hot so how much is really, how much time did you get in Miami <laughs> two weeks wow <laughs> something like something like that yeah <laughs> three months in Atlanta but you will not wow. see it in the movie I mean, yeah, we, you yeah, would know yeah, I have no idea it was a lot of thinking yeah. a lot of a lot of Thank stressing. You. That sounds like the biggest challenge in the world. It was a very traumatic experience. Because you also don't want to do, <laughs> you also want to green screen everything or blue screen everything. No, yeah, you really want to shoot. Yeah, in the camera. Exactly, you know. Exactly. So, That's so. why, by by making that choice to avoid green screen, uh, it, it becomes really 
really difficult yeah. to do Thank God for neon. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so is there a shot that you're most proud of in the movie? Well, there are a couple of, a couple of but it's like, you know, for me, the Michael Bay 360 yeah. shot, because this shot will be studied. <laughs> yeah, I like the one last time shot. Yeah, yeah. One last, last time. time. That yeah. is like because this is like a trademark shot for us. Yeah. And, and, you know, we did we did the pilot of Snowfall where we also had like a similar mm. shot in South Central. You know, it stars on the actors. You completely left that out of this uh, list of films you did. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a TV shows. So, <laughs> there you, know. you go. Well, but FX, you know, that's that show and FX tend to make very filmic. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it was with the same DP, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. And we did that in Gangster, you know, another movie where we start on, on the, the, the actors and we go up. So basically, it's our trail. We're gonna try to do that in every movie. Yeah. Close on the actors, and then we pull back to reveal. Oh, it's a drone shot. Mm. Yeah. So does it? So at this point, it's opening in a few days, actually. Yeah. Is it thrilling? Is it scary? Is it? Are you? Are you guys gonna be watching the box office all Friday or? It's excruciating. It's stressing. It is because you know when our managers called us for the first time in 2015, yeah. they said, and then we met him for the first time. They said, "All your dreams are gonna come true. Everything's gonna happen in Hollywood. You make one flop, you never work in Hollywood again." And we're like, "All right, yeah, better not flop." Uh, then, all right, so. So let's not suck. So uh, this is it, man. Yeah. This is it's all or nothing. Some it's our, all or nothing. It's our, our first Hollywood movie, so I mean, like, it's I, I cannot even uh, I'm not even aware what's happening. Yeah. It's it's so much. So. And this movie will, if it's not a success, then we'll make movies in Belgium for the rest of our lives. So. Well, you know, it's really not up to you guys. No, it's not up to. I it. mean, nobody's going to see this movie for you guys as much as you lovely as you guys are. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's going to Bad Boys Two for Bad Boys for Life, Bad Boys in the Ring. No, no, no. Because you know the guys made it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's Will they, and you know exactly. the on Will and uh, Martin. Yeah. So that's why. Yeah. Yeah. It's good, but if the movie flops, <laughs> it's all on you. They're yeah. all gonna continue making movies. Will and Martin, Sony, Jerry, but we, we it, it game over. <laughs> it's funny because I actually watched my ten-year-old and I watched uh, Mystery Men the other day during yeah. his holiday break, and that movie has another Michael Bay cameo as a uh, really? as a frat boy. Okay. And it was really? Kinka Usher directed it, and he was a major uh, commercial director yeah. before and after. Yeah. But yeah. he never made another movie. Well, that's what happens. Yeah. And that was like that. A lot of piled on to that movie yeah. expecting a lot it was after something about Mary and all yeah. that and well during the, the production of this movie we learned a work on the movie jail so we, usually we would talk to this director <laughs> so what happened to this director oh it's movie jail now oh okay and then there is a movie jail so so we hope that we don't get in movie jail so you don't want to get the movie jail no but luckily we always have Belgium to do and for now, you want to live pretty much in Belgium and come work in well, Hollywood yeah. if you can. Yeah. Well, I mean, we cannot stay in one place too long, so it's not as if we want to stay permanently there, mm. but so far, we live right? where, where our movies are. Where the busy. story leads us. So maybe you'll be the Dardans, or maybe you'll be uh, Michael Bay. It's like that's the <laughs> that's that one or the other. I think yeah. if they say we're right we do between that. the Dardans and Michael Bay, that's the best compliment we can get. <laughs> and the Dardans are the nicest guys in well, the history of mankind. So. Yeah, yeah, they want. They want. They have sat at this table. Yeah, oh, they love those guys. They love us. You know, they want. Yeah. They want to produce a Belgian movie that really? we're uh, that we're working on. So can't ask for nicer guys to produce your movie. That's yeah. great. Smarter guys. Yeah, I mean, they're yeah. gifted, gifted guys. They're the geniuses of, uh, of the country, and they're, they're like you know. True Belgian guys, eh? you know, yep. chill. You know? And made made movie history. And, and yeah. yeah, you guys make much. You guys speak much better English. That's the only difference. Well, they're, because they're from <laughs> the French part of the of the country. We're from the Dutch part of the country, so that's why. Is that really what it is? Like, yeah, because yeah. the movies are subtitled in in Flanders, while in the French part they're all dubbed in French. So you naturally you learn you know more of the English. So it's like. Uh, but like Canada, like, yeah, it's you know, exactly like Canada. and yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. So you guys know flotters, right? What 
Flotters, the the comedy from Holland. Holland, Flotters, Yeah, what a classic movie! It's a classic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been waiting for that remake. Flotters is the that's maybe they're gonna ask us, you know? All those years ago, I uh, was just moved to LA and I was working for a test marketing company, okay. and we test marketed that movie, and the audience hated it. Yeah, <laughs> we well, showed it to a bunch of people, and it never got distribution here, and it's this massive hit. Yeah, it's very. I guess yeah, the two yeah. or three of them over there, four of them. Exactly, yeah. it's but, very Dutch. It's very very. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. when the you know stop having sex with your sister came up, it was like okay, no. <laughs> and I kind of think that that would work now here. But well, it's so funny you to talk well, about Flo Flo but it's, it's well, I always think that it was like the biggest film in Belgium for decades. I think. Well, yeah, in the yeah, Netherlands, yeah. it was one of the biggest. The and Netherlands, it was, it was yeah, so popular, but, but it was so popular that it became famous in in Belgium too, yeah. which is very rare actually. So yeah, yeah so. Yeah, maybe <laughs> flooded for life. I have a copy of it somewhere. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Bring everybody back. Thank you guys. Thank Appreciate you your much. time. Thank, Thank you, you for very much, making man. it. Thank you, man. Glad you. you made it to America again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. It was a little challenging this time. Exactly. <laughs>